guys, welcome to another episode of Songmas. My name is Richard Villegas, and we are here in Mexico City, uh, bringing you guys an incredible show of uh, Pacific Northwestern music with a couple of, uh, you know, spicy, unexpected, really special, cool little gems today. I'm actually really, really excited about the show that we're going to be doing today. Um, so uh, we're going to listen to the rest of the song. This is a band from Seattle. It's called Tres Leches. The track is What Are You Doing? And when we come back, we are going to talk to a very, very special guest. Don't walk! 
Alrighty, and we're back, and today I'm joined by Alia D'Alessandro. It's me, I'm uh, Alia. Of the Banter's Liches. How are oh. you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good. Thanks for having me here in this beautiful cafe. I'm so excited to have you here. I, uh, and by the way, I said Tres Leches, but like it's Tres Leches, si. or Tres Leches, whatever you want, as long as you're calling them, call it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it's not, it's, 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 it's funny because some, whenever, I say, uh, whenever we uh, talk about the band's name, uh-huh. in Seattle, people are like, Either they know what it is, they know it's the cake, or right. or they're like three milks. <laughs> and it happened over here too because somebody thought like, oh, you're a band from Seattle, so so does your band is your band written in English as three milks? I was like, no, it's tres leches como pastel, and they're like, oh, me encanta. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, where does tres leches come from as a name? Um, I think I just really liked the cake. It's really good. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and it's um, there's three of us in the band, uh-huh. you know, so like, so so there's that. But um, I think what what it's ended up being is people come to our shows in Seattle, right? And and they when they're from all over Latin America, they kind of say, "Hey, we have tres leches too. We have right. it. We have it in my country too." And and um, we've heard several times that people kind of feel like it's one of the things that ties Latin Americans all together across uh, across a culture that, that like includes food. So it's like, yeah, it is. And I mean, Ulises is, is uh, Mexican and I'm mixed. I'm Puerto Rican, Filipino, Italian. And, wow. you know, it's it's just like... The showcasing that diversity. Yes. Yeah, no, and absolutely. And it's, it's so funny because, like, yes, as, as Tres Leches is maybe like... Tres Leches and flan are perhaps like the, the quintessential... Latin American desserts um, and it's interesting because like Tres Leches in particular like every country in Latin America has a version of it yeah. and they're always completely different yeah. do you have a preferred Tres Leches like like a Dominican or a Mexican or a Colombian Tres Leches or like wh- which one speaks to you the most I honestly feel like I, I haven't traveled to, uh-huh. to anyone this is my first time in Mexico City sure. and then the only other kind of Latin American place I've been to is Puerto Rico okay but like um, I I had a really good one here in a cafe called Azul in Centro Historico. Okay. And that was the best tres leches I've ever had. Oh, my God, so yes. So, for sure, like, that was... So, so far, it's the Mexican tres leches. That's fine. My personal favorite, actually, is Dominican tres leches. Nice. Because, um, like, Dominicans have really been able to sort of, like, hone in on, like, what makes a good dessert. It's like, we're not going to put fruit in it. It's not about, like, you know, like, a flambe or whatever. Yeah. It's just sugar and cream Delicious milk, mm. spongy ass cake. It's the best shit ever. It's like it like slaps you across the face with so some sugar. You gotta get that spongy ass going oh. so you can soak up all the. In <laughs> some places it's just egregious. You'll ask for tres leches and it'll come dry. I'm like, where's the leche? Like, <laughs> you know, it just drives me nuts. Well, but this is essentially what Songmas is, and this is what we're doing today. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm so glad to have you here. Um, and yeah, so. Tell us a little bit about Tres Leches, not the dessert, but the actual band. Like, who are you? What is it that you guys do? So I think Tres Leches kind of came together just out of a need to express our individual selves. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, like, when you kind of live in a world with different categories, whether it's racism or sexism or or, uh, gender or uh, sexuality, anything like that, I think that... Um, it's nice to have a place where you can just kind of reconnect with yourself mm-hmm. and to be able to do it with two other people is for me, it's very rare. Um, and, um, 
it really just came about because Xander and Ulysses and I were friends and Xander had kind of disappeared for a little bit. Okay. He was kind of like um, wandering, let's say, the, the streets of like Portland area and maybe some, some of the other areas around Oregon. And um, I hadn't heard from him in a long time. And one day he kind of just showed up on my doorstep and it was kind of like there was a dramatic situation going on in okay. in, uh, in my household that we were all trying to solve. And all of a sudden, when this kind of got interrupted with like a ding dong. <laughs> and like Xander was just there smiling. He's like, hey, what's up? And then um, he ended up staying with us for, for um, a few days. And okay. in that time, I think him and Ulysses kind of connected mm-hmm. one day i came home and they were playing music together sweet <laughs> and uh and then i joined them and um and it was it was we really enjoyed the the songs that we started writing together and it was just kind of like that for like a year and a half two years um and then kind of like in 2016 we released an ep cool um and it it uh it, it got us to to kind of a different level we were playing you know we played the, sh- the shows that nobody wants to play where there's like six people okay. at them but it was those shows were cool too because it's called it, paying your dues you yeah know? yeah and it, it actually connected us with some great people um and uh and eventually we ended up playing with this band called taco cat and okay and they i think i've heard of taco yeah, cat actually. yeah <laughs> like probably everybody on this podcast is like who's trace leches we know taco cat <laughs> <laughs> But, like, um, they they really helped us get into, like, I think doing that gig helped us get into festivals uh-huh. and and um, and that helped us get writing in Seattle and uh, and start start growing as a band. And that's awesome. Yeah. And, and now I, th- I feel like we're we're on our way up. We we're playing larger festivals mm-hmm. in Seattle. We're going to go to Tree Fort in um, in March. So. You know, earlier when we were, we, you know, we had lunch before the interview as an opportunity to sort of like, you know, break the ice, get to know each other a little bit. And uh, you described Tres Liches as sort of the most democratic band that you've been a part of. Yeah. Um, you know, because like the song that opened, you're singing on it. And later on in the show, we're going to close with another Tres Liches song where both Xander and Ulises are singing. Um, so like, what do you think has been sort of like this? How would you describe the work dynamic, you know, of the band? I think... Um it's super even. Uh, Xander has said before that like he won't bring a song to the band unless he wants it or is open to it completely changing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and because like that's right. Like that's how that's kind of how we write. You know, we I think um, half of our practices sometimes end up being us talking, mm-hmm. and it's it's like that is the practice. You know, it's not it's not like taking away from what we're doing or taking time away from practice. It's, it's, it's feeding into it. Right. Um, because once we kind of get connected into this very connected space, we play way better and we, we write way better with each other. And, um, for example, we were just writing, um, a new song before we came okay. here and <laughs> we, we, Xander goes like, Oh, you know, it'd be cool. Let's write like something kind of Beatles right here. Like let's do okay. a Beatles harmony. But we all forgot to say, like, each one of us had an idea for it. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, let's just take it from the top. And then when that part came, we all started singing different things at once. <laughs> but we loved it. We were like, no, that's great. That's not what we were going. That's not what we were thinking of. But, like, because it was, it was magical because, like, Xander kind of took the low. Uh-huh. I kind of took a medium lead-ish thing. Uh, and... um Ulysses took a high part, right. you know, but, and they would, they were in a harmony, but it, it, it makes really great. It's uh, a cool texture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Yeah, and so that's that's kind of how it is. Um, you know, half of our the other half of our songs come from us joking around about like types of music. Of course, like we'll start being like dun 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 dun, <laughs> and then we're like, no, actually, it's kind of cool. Let's write it, and you know, it'll turn into a song. I mean, that's the best part about like being in like these sort of like projects or a collective or a band or what have you. Yeah, it's just sort of like that that spitballing, that give and take. You know, like. You know, an idea is born and then it grows and it evolves and it changes and then it's something completely different. But it's cool, you know. And yeah. That organic process is so special. Um, yeah. And it's and it's great that you guys are able to harness that. Um, so we before we move on to more music because we have an incredible show for you guys today. This playlist is popping. Um, I want to ask you about a little bit about the track that we opened the show which, uh, with, which is called uh, "What Are You Doing?" Yeah. Uh, and again, this is by Tres Leches. You're singing on it. That's what it. can you tell me about that track? So that song is kind of about um, a little bit about how Seattle's changing. There's some specific lyrics about about how the um, the buildings that are going up in Seattle they're mm. all kind of like made of glass and one and, and things start kind of looking homogenous as you tear down the old older buildings. Right. Um, and uh, and and I'm not a person that's like I want I, I don't want our city to grow, but I I, I do want our um, our beautiful artist artistry to, to survive yeah. the growth and, and thri- more than that I want it to thrive in the growth you know and right now there's not a ton of a ton of uh, support for that and um, I think it was kind of also written at a time when the whole country was going mm-hmm. through a big a big change in politics and kind of a reaction towards towards that what are you doing is a very fair question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, cool well we're gonna move on to some uh, more music uh, we're gonna play a song called starring and this is from your own solo project which is just Alia yeah um, and I mean it's a interesting font and all that jazz and spelling and all that uh, if you guys uh, make uh, remember I, w- I always link to everything in the show notes so don't do not despair I'll be like how is Alia spelled um, <laughs> but what can you tell us about your solo project and about this song called starring yeah, um, so I do looping live. Okay. Um, so I loop everything from drums to vocals, piano, guitar, uh, percussion. Um, I just use a lot of play around with a lot of things, and mm-hmm. it's really fun. Um, Experimenting it, is fun. Yeah, it is, and this is this track particularly is kind of experimental. Cool. Um, it's kind of just about the sensation of when you're at a party uh-huh. and you're like. Oh my God, I I don't want to see that person here, <laughs> and that Fair. that it's kind of like I don't I don't um will you stop staring at me? Basically, yeah. it's like it's like don't you have anything better to do than than give that energy to me? You know. Oh, so it's staring. I thought it was starring. So, oh well, I kind of. Or it's a little bit of both. It's kind of a little bit of both. It's kind of a play on words because okay. like when somebody stares at you, it's kind of like they're giving you so much energy. You might as well be a star. Yeah, true. You know whether it's whether it's with malice or 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 with love. You know, like when somebody's staring at you, it's because you have so much that energy. You like yeah. you have that star power really. So it's kind of a it's kind of both. It's I kind of pronounce it starring, uh-huh. but it's it's using it as staring. Huh, that's yeah. really cool. Okay, well, I can't wait to listen to that. So, again, this is Alia, um, and the song is called Starring, Maybe Staring. Um, and uh, we'll be right back with more incredible music.
watching you in the night, in the night, in the night. She's gonna talk to you. She's watching you.
And we're back. Um, and the second song that we just heard there uh, is by Xander Yates, uh, who is also your bandmate in yeah. Tres Leches. Um, and the song is called Apathy is Stupid, <laughs> um, and which it is. Uh, yeah. uh, what, can, what can you tell me a little bit about like, like Xander's solo project and a little bit about the song, please? Yeah. Um, Xander is just this really incredible person that, that I think is very unique and mm. very good at... Um, reconnecting with himself you know uh -huh. and it's kind of kind of inspires me to do the same thing you know um and even if he doesn't always know exactly where he's going like he he always knows that he needs to reconnect with himself which is That's really awesome it, yeah it's really inspirational i love that he does that and um for me his music is just this this thing that um kind of helps me want to get into that space you know and um To be honest, I, I don't know that I understand everything that he's saying. <laughs> right. Um, because he's very smart and uses a lot of play, play on words. And, okay. and he uses a lot of, um, he, he reads a lot. of. Uh, he's a very diverse reader. And um, and he, he includes a lot of things that influence him from books mm -hmm. and from, from all places all over. And then he also, you know, writes also a lot, of, a lot about, like, you know, weird alien shit. Or, like, <laughs> you know, trippy Mood. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I can't, I can't remember the specific line right this second, but mm -hmm. the main line of that is something like, um, oh, or not the main line, but the one that sticks out to me is yeah. the one that like, uh, like so, something like open up yourself and find out where you are, you know? Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And, and I, I think that was almost kind of a mantra yeah. or in, in my head, you know? 
Yeah, I was I was talking to a friend over the weekend because it's been a hell of a week and a weekend, and um, we were talking about like like this sort of like being honest with yourself yeah how you know some people just aren't yeah um and how the ability for some people to actually be open with with themselves and question even like their own values their decisions like you know this could be like a personal thing it could be a sexual thing it could be like a a, a professional thing you know just like having that honest that the honesty with yourself is really important and I, i genuinely believe like if more people ask those questions of themselves like we would probably be able to understand the world a little bit better. Yeah, and even here, um, you know, when um, when I uh, like like when I there's there's just so much creativity here in the in the city. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool, and um, and uh, it kind of has this huge impact on me. Where like there's sound everywhere. You yeah, know, of course. There's music playing in this cafe in the back. You know, quite literally. <laughs> when you when you when you um, walk around the, sh- the streets in the city you hear like the organillero yeah. or, like the you know organ players yeah, and, yeah. and the uh, you hear the the guys selling the yams with the whistles the you camoteros hear the, yeah 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 mm, the, and then the people the garbage people with the bells yeah you know there's sound everywhere and 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 um I went to like it's a very La- stimulating city it is and and I went to uh, La Lagunilla mm-hmm. uh, the other day my my friend uh, Tecno Prehispanico he's a painter and he he did um he he took me to uh, La Lagunilla, and every like five s- steps you take, you know, there's a different sound. You oh, know? cool! These people like busting out the reggaeton, and then, then there's like they'll you'll walk down to another stall, and you know, like and people and will like, be yelling at you for come like, check it out, come yeah, check it out, come check it out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so there's just there's just so much sound here that I kind of felt like I had to relax just yeah. just when I got home and like just stare up at the ceiling and think about how. Just let it hit me, you yeah. know, and figure out like where I was, you Process. know. So yeah, not always do something, even though there's always something to do here in the city. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to big be with yourself to find out where you are. One hundred percent. Yeah. Let's talk about why you're in the city, because um, like, um, you know, I think we we might have uh, no, I think this was off mic that we talked about like you like sometimes do like documentaries, um, and then like here you were filming. Uh, for KEXP, yeah, which is your day job, also in Seattle, like you work at KEXP, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely work at KEXP. Yeah. I do videos. Uh-huh. Um, I, I just wanted a job that would always allow me to be around cool. music. You know, I want to, and 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 not just be around music, but I wanted to do something that would actually help musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I, I think if if we have stronger communities, I mean, it's it's really slightly you know, looking out for myself because it's like, I want a strong community so I can thrive in it, you know? Yes, and if, if the community's not strong, how am I going to thrive anywhere? You know, if, you, if people aren't able to support you, then how are you going to be supported? Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I work at KXP filming bands. Um, it's a great job. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> like it's, 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 uh, it's really like, you know, I used to, I didn't always work there. You know, I used to work retail right. and then, then I worked, you know, kind of staler jobs and we and all, we all climb, we yeah. all grow. Yeah. And it's, it's incredible to be here in Mexico city with KXP. And I had so many moments when, you know, like, like the first day here, um, yeah. uh, our, our person, our, our, uh, our kind of, um, guy that was helping us out here, Erich, he took, Erich Mendoza, he took us to, um, this taco shop. Yeah. And, um, 
freaking uh, Cha from Phobia was there. And I was like, bl- my mind was blown because I've like listened to him like getting out of high school, you know, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I listened to you a while, this is amazing. I don't mean it's a fan, but I'm totally fanning. And he was like, oh no, oh yeah, you're so nice. Yeah, come sit down, let's eat together. Yeah. Like, you yep. sit here. And then he had this wonderful conversation with Kevin Cole yep. about like bridging communities across the globe and and like I was just sitting there and I was like, how am I getting paid for this? How am I getting paid to this is This is our work. (laughs) This This is our work. This is our work. Exactly. (laughs) It's great. It's great work. And honestly, it... It's work that, that I think if more people had the opportunity to right. do, I think that the connections across the world would be made a lot happier. So I, I do feel, I feel um, happy to do it, and I feel like it's important work to do as well. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you mentioned like earlier, like when like Tres Leches was getting its start, like that you were playing shows for like five, six people. Yeah. Those are the real heroes. Like yeah. that's you know, like and you're saying about like strengthening a community. Like yeah. that's what people people just like want there to be a scene yeah. in their city in their town. They just want it to be there, but exactly. they don't actually understand that it, unless they participate. Yes, there will be no scene. Exactly. You know, yeah. like, like I. I I was sharing with someone because, like, I'm very, very passionate about certain things, like, you know, like, why diverse lineups matter, why you show up mm-hmm. for the opener, you know, yeah. just, like, I remember going to Tijuana, I was in Tijuana back in April, give or take, and I, uh, the, the crew from Policias y Ladrones um, invited me to see a show, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool, whatever, um, and it was, like, a showcase, it was, like, ten different bands, mm-hmm. and um, I, like, caught, like, six yeah. Oh, six or eight, and I and I remember three were really good. Yeah. And I was like immediately followed them on uh, got their Bandcamp, Instagram. You know, just like because today they may be like still like this little scrappy band like in this town. Yeah. But in a year, they're probably like, people are going to be talking about them. Yeah. And, so, like, and I'm going to be on top of that. And so, exactly. Like, this is our work. You know, it's just like yeah. to discover, to be on top of things, to know people, to highlight to like you know uh, support each other and it's so cool like that we get paid to do this yeah i believe in giving people a chance absolutely we, we can believe in each other you yeah know? i mean like not beyonce didn't just start being beyonce you know like, <laughs> like it's, it's a 20-year career of yeah. just climbing yeah. and climbing and yeah. climbing and hard work and everybody has a different trajectory but at the end of the day we're all climbing exactly yeah know? we're all we're all people and and maybe like when we can see that in each other we yeah. can connect a bit more and maybe that will Maybe that'll even things out a bit. Who knows? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I want to play because um, uh, a, a KXP for those who may not be familiar. Which, if you're not familiar, girl, get your life together. Google Gate KXP. It's incredible. It's an amazing radio station in uh, Seattle, uh, and you know, famous well not only for its very diverse content, but specifically for the live sessions that you guys do in studio. Um, you know, like even like, you know, like a lot of people know like the tiny desk concerts over at NPR. Like these are even like a little bit more, they're more produced. Yeah. They're just these like really beautiful, very cinematic shows. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And, and yeah. And so we're going to uh, play one of uh, a, a track um, by Bugarins. Yeah. Who you actually got to see uh, at, at one of these sessions. Yeah. Very memorable experience. It was one of the first sessions that I got to shoot and, uh-huh. Um, I just, I just remember being amazed with like their performance. How, and I would, I would definitely go look up, go look up the song, not to be like self-plugging gigs sure. or anything, but, but I would look up their their performance because it's the way they perform live is is incredible. Yeah. You know the the energy that they they put out, especially the frontman Dino or not frontman. They're not. I don't. I think they're more like a democratic group too because they course. they switch singers as well. But but he was singing lead at the time, and it's incredible. 
Awesome. All right, so we're going to listen to that now. Uh, this is Bulgarin's. The song is called Falsa Folia de Rosto, uh, and we will be right back with more uh, Alaya D'Alessandro.
Alrighty, and the second song we just heard there is by uh, Mexico City band El Chirota, um, and the song is called Carreta Furasao. And now they played what was described by many as one of the most memorable sessions that KXB had uh, in Mexico City this week. Yeah. Um, so first, let's talk about what KXP is doing in Mexico City, and then let's go into that session. Yeah, sure. Um, so we're down here um, filming bands in Mexico City, just uh-huh. because, like, um, well, th- we have a Latinx show on KXP called El Sonido. Mm-hmm. Shout out DJ Chili. Yeah, but, I mean, it, we, we, uh, it, we certainly play Latinx bands, like, throughout the day sure. at KXP, too. Um, I know Cheryl Waters is pretty connected in Mexico City. Um, but yeah, I saw an interview that she did with Alex Ambanter yeah. a while back. I was like, what? Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl Waters. But, like, we we just have a huge appreciation for the music and the creativity that comes out of here in the city. And Good. it's been a... For us, we just think it's been a long time coming that we just need to, to come down here and connect, you know? It's, right. it's like like the music in this city makes our shows better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we... We want to come down and film it, you know. <laughs> how many? How many? Because I, 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 it was a big, it was a big event. Uh, you know, KXP coming to Mexico City. Yeah. It was a partnership with Normal. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, I think, twenty-five pre-selected bands, and then sixteen sessions that were actually it was sixteen. That's um, right. Yeah, sixteen bands. And yeah. I mean, and it was like a big deal. Like I remember, like because I, I was very fortunate to spend. Um, kind of like two weekends with, well, actually one weekend with Ch- Chile and and, uh, and Erich uh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Life Box Set of yeah, yeah. Uh, Plop Radio. Yeah. Um, and then another weekend with Erich. Uh, I don't think Chile was there. This was at EDC, but anyway, and Baidora. But my point is that, like, you know, it was like we were talking about the logistics of it. So, like, how large was the team that came down? Um, let me think about that. It was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that it was like, Ten people, maybe. It, okay. it felt like felt like around ten people because there was like Kevin Suggs, the engineer, uh-huh. who also, by the way, produced the latest Trace Legend, Trace, Trace Legend album, hey. Amorpho. And, uh, what, and what's it, what's that album called again? <clears throat> Amorpho. You <laughs> 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 know, I kind of stumbled over it, but it, it uh, and uh, there was Matt, and there was there was yeah, there was I'm gonna say there was like ten people. Okay, you know? cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there um, was like definitely like four video shooters and a few. Audio people, and then there was the 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 DJs, Chili, Cheryl, and Kevin Cole. Oh, Cheryl came down. I didn't get to meet her. Uh huh. She was Damn. down here. She was rocking it. She rocked it so hard too. Damn, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 genuinely sad that I didn't get to see her. Like I only saw Chili. I met Kevin Cole. Obviously, I met you. Um, and I saw oh god, um, this lady who's an artist, uh, Tamara. Um, oh yeah, I met her. Yeah. She was really really nice. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, like I mean, because Erich was very kind to invite us. Like to, uh, me and Marcos Hassan, who's also a friend of the show and a fellow journalist, and he was like, just come through. Like I would like them to know who is out here fighting. Yeah. The, the good fight, you know. Yeah, I'm happy that we got to meet. I'm happy that I. Yeah. I know you too. Well, no, I mean, so. and, and at the end of the day, that's the point, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's these connections. You know? Exactly. Just like, I'm probably not going to be in Seattle anytime soon because I'm not made of money. Uh, but like you know. Uh, Kevin Cole was very interested in coming to Chile, and I was like, "I'm very happy to be your your like your fixer because yes. I'm going to be living there indefinitely yeah. within the next six months." Yeah. So you know, he's like, "Yes, we will be in contact." I'm like, "Cool," yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's that's why I love my well, not to bring it back to my job or anything, but like, yeah, that's why I love my job because like we all we all get to connect and we we get to make all these connections uh, across the world. I and hope you all come down. It's so there's so much yeah, stuff down there. We, we, <laughs> We want to. Yeah. Like, we, we, there's already, like, you know, murmurs about it, and you know? 
And I think that's so cool because, like, it's like I, I really, it's, it inspires me to keep going in my yeah. music too because it, 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 it's like, okay, we're making these connections for, for bands all over the world, you know? There's places all over the world that, that bands have the chance to, to, to create together, of you course. know? And, and that's cool, yeah. Well, and, that, and, and I was, you know, and th- that's something that's so, it's so cool, like, because, you know, like, I was talking to Chili about this and he was very, like, you know, like, we were very, sort of like a little bashful a little like hey like we would like to do sessions if like you guys are like want to do it it's like whatever you know yeah and like people were just like are you yeah. serious are you kidding me what? like people have booked entire tours south by southwest yeah. you know like on a kexp booking yeah because you know? like it's 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 major and like the thing is latin america unfortunately very sadly has um a bit of an you know uh, 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 often undervalues local yeah. talent over you know gringo talent whether yeah. it's u.s or european like it's it's usually just like this is better yeah like, you haven't even heard my music but uh, that's better you yeah. know and it's just like huh um and so like this actually is sort of like spot spotlights and creates that validation yeah um that they can like now take back to like bookers in mexico in other points of latin america and be like no i'm legit and even and even if they want to tour the world too, like yeah. I know El Shirota like already like hit me up and was like, so hey. like how do we get to Seattle? Yes. You know, and it's like yes, come to Seattle, come we'll through. put you up, we'll play a show together. Awesome. We're yeah, we'll make it happen. That's amazing. Yeah. and if they need contacts in New York or Chicago, let them know. I can I can help out a yeah. little bit. Yeah, um, see, this is how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is this is a podcast on how to make connections. It's literally that. It's literally that. Scene. It's just like hit me up. Let's make it happen. Um, well, so. So, um, there were several noteworthy uh, uh, sessions and w- that we've talked about uh, throughout the day. Um, uh, Son Quiero Gallo Club. Negro, Son Quiero Club. Uh, Solucel. Centaurus. But we have to talk about El Chirota. El yeah. Chirota. Yeah. I am devastated that I didn't make it. Like, I, I just got there like 20 minutes late. I was like, damn. Um, what was that session like? It was very, very surreal. Okay. Um, it was like, so... Um, the their single uh-huh. is it kind of like pulls you in, you uh-huh. know, and it pulls you in. But but the way they they just break down and start yeah. like wailing on their guitars, you know, like like the the guitarist like one of the guitarists like was like lying down on the floor <laughs> and and um and I was like above him with my camera. You're like <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um in filming um yeah filming him from from like just seeing seeing his face you know mm-hmm. like seeing that like that happiness to be playing his guitar right. seeing that energy that he's getting from his own music yeah <laughs> that's so cool you know and and it gives you a lot of energy and and draws you in and and like draws you in, in a completely different way than the the harmonics that's on awesome. the guitar do um and and they're just it's just so cool the the um the diversity in that one song where it would be it'll there'll be harmonies you uh-huh. know like they'll be doing fa da 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 and um which was a that I know that was a great representation <laughs> no but but they'll be doing harmonies and then um and then like they'll be playing the harmonics for a while and be a little bit instrumental and then that one guy just comes in with um that low voice just yeah. like speaking like just like speaking fast but low and it's like I don't think I've heard this combination before That's and cool. that makes me really happy because when I think you know Mexico City kind of like helped me well reconnect with myself uh-huh. because just having all these experiences where you um you 
you're you're thrown out of your element mm-hmm. in a weird way makes you kind of um, excited for your future and makes you makes you know different parts of yourself right because i didn't i didn't know that that I could experience certain things, mm-hmm. you know, and and experiencing that energy in the room with these people, it's as very they special. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're normal shows also, well, really that, cool in a different way. That's what I was gonna say, right? Because like, uh, by the way, the the track is called Carreta Furazal. This is uh, El Shirota's latest single, and then yeah, we so the uh, uh, the KEXP sessions were done in partnership with Normal, and then Normal was like it, that was like Monday, uh, Tuesday through Friday, and mm-hmm. then on Saturday. Festival Normal happened, the yeah. 10th year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, and El Chirota opened one, the, the first main stage. Yeah. And it was so cool because like, I've been about to see this band so many times and then it just never happens yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were phenomenal to say the least. Um, how was it different uh, experiencing the El Chirota show in studio and then on stage at Normal? Um, at normal, I got to see them work a crowd. Okay. Where in the in the uh, in the studios, you know, it's just us, uh-huh. <laughs> of course, yeah. which was like incredible too. Because even during, by the way, even during their sound check at KXP, yeah. they, they were still on the floor. Like nobody's filming you. There's no audience. But just doing your sound check, you're on the floor wailing your guitars. Yeah. You know, like like sweating it out. It's so it's so cool. It's that's that there's and that energy was consistent in their live performance at Normal too. Yeah. But it was a different space and they certainly made use of it. You know, you saw you saw the guitarist climbing on the side. Oh my god, on the, the scaffolding. Stage. That was yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. And and then swinging his guitar. I loved I love when he, he literally was, threw it. Yeah. And I love when he was like getting ready to throw it and the stagehand comes and grabs it and is like, "Would you like me to help you?" And he was like he like kind of like uh. like <laughs> like forcefully took it back like and was like, "No, I I got it, man." Like <laughs> I'm going to throw it. Probably like, on oh. acid, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm sure I'm good. And I, I, I felt so, so like, you know, like that guitar has seen some, some hard shit. shit. Yeah, because <laughs> in the KXP session, um, the strap lock broke off of it. But like the whole, like it broke like pulled out of the guitar like the the uh, screw pulled out of the guitar and broke in half it just went by and he was like trying to screw it back on during the session you see him you'll see him uh, when the videos come out like they'll they'll be like playing and like like he's sitting on the ground trying to screw it back in but just like also not giving a fuck and still playing and, and then um and then in the normal he's like you know what we need to break it more. <laughs> <laughs> That's punk. That's I'm, that real punk. Yeah, yeah. It's so creative. That's awesome. Um, well, so um, this, I don't want the segment to go too long. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a song by Guayaba, who yeah. is a fellow Seattle musician. Yeah. Um, and we're going to play, the song is called Santa Sangre. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Seattle scene. Yeah, um, that'd be great. So let, we'll be right back with more musica. <laughs> Dragons call me Kalesi I burn an eight any nigga that try to come finesse me If you bring in the hero, you know I bring the fuego But if you trippy too quickly, you're still a wiggle You see I'm frigid, but I still got you rigid I make you send it attention, I got you all in my mentions uh, You ask me if it's shit, I think I can handle But it was I who faced the darkness, I'm with only a candle and I I sent a song to live from the fountain She denied me passage And told me to go to the mountain I sent a song to drink from the fountain She denied 
Rodney Passage Told me to go to the mountain Baile conmigo, BYOJ, don't forget the Tempico Blunt after blunt after blunt is how we roll Body by platanos y pastelitos P.O.G. Pesh nuance, guava into P.O.C. Who loves marijuana, I'm a tutti fruity, no booty cutie You always keep it juicy, pussy so tight In the next life you choose me I notice by looking that you're a substantial nigga Can you stimulate, stimulate my substantial nigga? I know what you pack and make, I'm me half a loco Got me cooking like homie, the world we watching no topo I'm pretty with titties, so watch me jiggle my jelly Come and bust me up and down and watch it wiggle my belly Watch it, cause a dilemma, have you calling me Kelly? Reading political theory, but I know Machiavelli uh. Seem to go, seem to defund him Trust the algorithm will take you to the mountain It's alright if you go without me Cause we'll always have your Dorowski
Alrighty. And so the first song that we just heard there uh, was, again, by Guayaba. Uh, the track is called Santa Sangre. And then the second track we heard is by Terror, uh, Terror Cactus. Uh, that's with like a slash in between. Um, and the song is called Despier... Uh, eh? Uh, Despierte la Selva. Um, so, again, uh, these are two, uh, well, uh, Guayaba is a soloist, but these are two yeah. acts yeah. From, uh, from Seattle. Yeah. Um, and they're both Latinx acts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because, like, I, I was, when I interviewed DJ Chili uh, for, um, for Remezcla, like, I really was curious about what... Latinx visibility or representation is like, particularly in the music scene in Seattle, which there is such a prolific music scene out there. Yeah. Uh, so what can you tell me about the scene sort of in general? Yeah, um, I think we're kind of starting, like you said, um, Guayaba and, and uh, Terror Cactus um, and Tres Leches. I think we're starting to do more th- things together. And um, and then, um, you know, there's there's people down from like Oregon as well, like Ila Bamba and um, and uh, Palma there is is really good. Wait, who's the other one? Palma. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, and um, oh, what's their name? Uh, Reina Tropical. They're yeah. from Portland, but yeah. And and uh, exactly. So so it's growing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's growing. Um, and and it's cool because like we've we played shows together like Guayaba and Terror Cactus and Tres Leches. Like we played we played a whole show together, and cool. I think people kind of say like, wow, I feel like there's some kind of there's a new scene starting, you know, and and. And I, I think it definitely is, you know, in the sense that we're all connecting. But it's also that, um, you know, Seattle's a very white city. And um, and that's just the fact. There's yeah. no shade in that. I mean, some shade. Well, I, 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 was, I think I was talking to somebody about it in, uh, that Portland was only like, it was like 90-something percent white. And it was yeah. just like, whoa, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's just the fa- a fact is just the fact. Yeah, it, it's a lot. And so, I mean, it's it's... Yeah, you know, I think I think even beyond like a Latinx community, uh-huh. I think what we what we we're trying to do in Seattle is is definitely like grow our voices as people of color, mm-hmm. and um, and so um, I know Guayaba plays a lot with uh, with a lot of different bands, like um, but but like has helped us connect with like do normal. Other other hip hop acts like Do Normal, mm. um, and uh, so so yeah, just playing you know connecting our, our scenes between like sixty nine fifty, um, and and uh, and also um, other other bands like the Black Tones and Bear Axe. Um, I think that we're all just trying to mix everything together and not not so much worry about genres, but but think about like what we want our city to sound like, right. and we would like people of color to have a voice. <laughs> basically at this point people of color and queer people um we want we want them to have just people from marginalized communities we want to fix that you know it's not it's it's not something that's been addressed enough yet so so that's kind of i think where we're going with that um but it's you know like i said it's not it's not specifically about one community it's a bunch of communities doing their part and and growing together and so yeah, um, Trace Leches. We did, you know, we did we did this thing really recently called Redefinition, uh-huh. um, and it was curated by Juan Alonso Rodriguez, um, and it, it, it featured like uh, art by Felici- Felicia Gonzalez, Monica Arce, Fulgencio Lazo, and um, and it, it was kind of a show that was supposed to um, break down the barriers of what it means to be in the diaspora, right. And so um, Trace Leches, that we're, we were asked to perform that, and it was 
they, they asked us to perform it specifically because it was like a gallery show. People looked nice. The Paramount Theater, it was at the Paramount Theater, which is this kind of regal, big theater in, in Seattle. Uh-huh. And I think to have Trace Lechis, like come in with these punk riffs, loud punk riffs sliding down the banisters <laughs> of the staircase, kind of like shook people up. And it yeah. was all about that. It was about getting out of your comfort zone and breaking a shell of what you think, what, what you think of, of People who are boxed into one one category, right? Of you course, because I mean, you yeah. say somebody was like, "Well, they're Latinos making a band," yeah, and they, you know, they immediately hear like maracas, dun, 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 and it's dun, just like dun, dun, dun. maybe, and maybe that's what I want to do, but <laughs> yeah. like that isn't the only option that we have. Yeah, exactly, know? exactly. We can do we can do rock better than y'all. <laughs> Man, ooh, that's a fact. Ooh, that's a fact. Um, so uh, what what? Um, I want to speak specifically now about these two, uh, again, uh, artists that we featured. So uh, first, Guayaba. What can Mm -hmm. you tell me about Guayaba? Guayaba is really cool, or Olivia is really cool. Olivia is her name. And Mm -hmm. and, uh, she's she's great because um, I I think she's very honest and and is not afraid to speak up in our community Mm -hmm. when something's wrong. Like if a a, um, show venue or promoter isn't, um, isn't like... Uh, paying the band correctly, she's she's not afraid to call them out on that. Cool. And yeah, she's she's those people are essential and never yeah, seen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I'm really grateful for her to that. She's also just an incredible performer. Right. You know, and and what's what's her general sound like? Huh. Um. Because it's like I, I saw something about an Afro-Cuban inspired EP. Yeah, she's an incredible singer. That's okay. that's the first thing I that grabs me about her is her voice. Um, and. Uh, an amazing range mm. you know and um not just not just in terms of high low but in terms of like t- timbre you know right. she can make her voice sound different ways which i love and um and uh she she definitely has um she she's definitely inspired by afro latinx mm-hmm. sounds you you hear that in her in the the backings of her music and and you know um kind of uh well, for me, the the sound can can go from something that's a little bit mysterious and a little bit a little bit uh, <laughs> a little a little. It's like upbeat, mysterious. That's okay. what I would say. Yeah. Cool. And so then, on an interesting flip side, we go from like again, like very like Afro Latinx, you know, yeah. very tropical sounding, to uh, more like psychedelic cumbia with uh, Terra Cactus. Yes. Um, so, what can you tell me about about these guys? Um, Terror Cactus is one of my favorite bands in yes. Seattle, for sure. Yeah, I, I just love their sound. They, they, uh, they're incredibly creative with their performances. Sometimes they'll come in from the back wearing masks. So they always wear masks, but, okay. but they'll. it's funny because the way they've been doing their entrances... Um, That's like a really popular thing in psychedelic cumbia, like some yeah. like negro freak uh-huh. stylers. They all kind of do this yeah. mask thing. Yeah. Dengue, dengue, dengue. But I love the way that they came in for... Um, they played our album release show. Oh, cool. And they... they, they they, uh, they were the second man that played it, and it was cool because um, one of them comes on stage wearing the mask, Martin, uh-huh. and then the other the other two members came in from the back, like with uh, shaking these leaves, like 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 very natural like rattlers, and, uh-huh. and it was funny because people were just talking, and the sound was off, and people were like, why did the sound go off? Eh, uh, let's just talk, you know. And people kept talking, and then all of a sudden, like some of them got freaked out. They were like, oh my god, do we need to run? <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so good. I loved, I loved how, how like then people were like, oh my God, this is the show. This is the show. They're in the audience. It's starting. Oh, that's and, cool. And like it's playing to the tr- music and, and, and we hear the sounds coming from here. And it, and it you know, it kind of, it kind of probably, I can remember feeling some of the same things I feel here hearing the sounds on the streets sure. you know like you're those sounds are drawing you in and they're, you're a part of it you know so it's so they're they're really incredible and they're you know cumbia psychedelica and like yeah like uh it's I I don't know it's I, about I love creating an feeling. immersive experience yeah, it's immersive that's a great word for it wow that's really really rad um I also want to go back to something that you said that like you know again like obviously like the um POC musicians in in uh in seattle aren't just latinx obviously um and so we're gonna play a, a track by the black tones yeah uh, who you said they were also friends eva yeah? walker is one of my best friends oh cool um, she, like her and i i help her out w- with with her show uh-huh. on on kxp the, the local she runs the local show on mm-hmm. kxp and she's she has a an amazing band um as well that you will play now, uh-huh. the black tones uh-huh. and um and yeah, they're really inspirational. Again, another person who's really um, not afraid to call out if somebody's uh, being wrong in the cool. scene. Um, even if she, even if, if people might not agree with her politics, you know, um, she she's always doing what she thinks is is going to be right for for people of color. What's going to help move us forward? And and um, I love her courage. Yeah. Um, and and I love how she writes. And when I first heard her music. I really literally thought she was she must be playing a cover that I've never heard of before because this song is too iconic <laughs> for me to be this close to the person that wrote it, you know? And it's she's just an amazing songwriter and I love her so much. Amazing. Yeah. All right, so we're going to listen to The Key of Black by The Black Tones and we'll be right back with more música.
cuando conocí a mi primer amor. Ella estudia en la Ibero. Recuerdo bien lo que me dijo primero. So uh, the second track that we just heard there is by Los Blenders uh, from Mexico City. Um, the track is Amor Prohibido Dos. Um, now, um, we were talking about this song earlier because I, I, I think it's a fairly new song and I, th that I have not heard. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like supposed to be like the opposite, like the, the other side of the coin of like Selena's Amor Prohibido a little bit, like talking about like those uh, social disparities, but like singing from like the song of like someone who's like the lower class did I'm gonna I, did I gauge I'm gonna, that correctly I'm gonna be completely honest I don't know no, okay. <laughs> enough That's about fair. That's fair. all of that all of the songs and I don't probably uh, speak enough Spanish to to confirm or deny that so I drafted this story all in but my but I brain. like that story <laughs> I like that but um, I think what I said that kind of like 
could definitely validate that uh, in some sure. ways. And I think it's, that's cool. At least, I think that's at least a cool um, way to think about it. Yeah. And I think because, because when I said, you got that from when I said the line that I do understand is like, no se fresa, ven conmigo. Right. So like, I think like that, that makes sense. You know, that, that if you're talking about like, don't come on, like, don't, uh, don't be a fucking preppy, preppy kid. Like, let's, <laughs> let's go together and like, <laughs> don't bring your fucking Friends. Yeah, I mean, I, I dig it. <laughs> let's, let's like, you know, be more creative. Let's do something else than that, you know? So I think that that's definitely the, you know, it goes along with what you're saying and of that sentiment of, you know, moving forward. Yeah, uh, of course. Being no. something more than just what, what, what some, somebody tells you should aspire to be. Sure. Well, and I think Los Blenders are maybe like one of the most prominent success stories in terms of like punk and like surf rock and in mexico because like they're they're pretty punk even though now they're much more polished like their attitudes are quite punk (laughs) um and so they came and they uh, i think they did a a session at kxp correct yeah yeah that's how we met um they're doing a session at kxp and i told elisa it's like you might like this band you should come and see them i think you might have known at least a little bit of of them already Mm -hmm. Because they had a, quite a bit of buzz for quite some time. Exactly, yeah, and 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 um and we went to see their show at the Fun House, which is like a smaller punk rock venue, that's really cool in in Seattle, and um, uh, and uh, Los Los Blenders played that, and they were so sweet, like they were they like gave us like shirts and everything, awesome. and they were happy to meet us and yeah. everything. They were, I think, they were really excited to be on KXP. <laughs> I mean, and how could you not be? It's an, it's a tremendous platform. Yeah, it's it was it was really cool. And then and then um, the next time they came up, we, they actually played a show. We played a show with them. Oh, cool! Um, Very cool. In a in a freakout fest, they played two shows: one at the Sunset Tavern, one at this cafe called Cafe Vida, and for freakout fest. And uh, Trace Leches played after them, and and they stayed with us for a whole week. And those guys, like, they're just really sweet and cool, like Osmar Sebas. Um, Guillermo and Archu, like I, we just love them. We just love them, and it was so cool to kind of um, make that connection back to Mexico City. You know, I yeah. know it meant a lot for Ulises, um, and and it meant a lot for me to to like be able to ask them questions about like what it was like in another country and kind of get an idea and made me want to come down here more. And 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 you know, I I'm completely surprised by my experience here, but. But definitely, like having friends from around the world, like makes me curious yeah. to go there, and uh, and and I'm happy that I'm lucky enough to have creative friends like Los Blenders that that can give me a lot of details on place good, cool places to go, yeah. cool bands to see, yep. and that we can all support each other across the world and and make a make it easier for. Um, for it to be pleasurable for people of color to travel across across the world. Absolutely. And and, and again, like that's a wonderful takeaway from this experience these two weeks that you've been here in Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, again, like KXP is certainly a wonderful platform, you know, for people to, to get to see you if you're an artist, but also like to meet, you know, yeah. professionals of this industry, not just the artists themselves, but like their manager or like a, a label head or whatever, you know, just people in the scene. Like, you know, Marco Sassan and I were there, you know, just meeting local journalists. Like that's all really rad, you know, yeah. and, and it's and it's all about like, you know, seeing a, a window and jumping through it, you know, exactly. see, you know, yeah. Um, so that's that's really really special. And again, I don't know when Tres Leches will come to Mexico or if you guys when you'll tour through the U.S. But like you know, again, like use the connections that you've made and like Definitely. be like, hey, do you know anyone that would want to come see me out there or like where yeah. we could book a show? I'm always happy to make a connect, and I'm sure other people as well. Thank you. Of yeah, course. yeah, we can't wait to see 
um, what we're able to what we're able to do down here. We were on a playlist recently on Spotify that like definitely increased our listeners in Mexico and, and weirdly in Paris too. Ah, there you <laughs> but go. But also in other places in Latin America because we were right behind uh, I think Quansan's new Whoa, single. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah, it was a cool Spotify playlist that that we we had like a, f- a few followers and then it just shot up by a couple thousand <laughs> in one week and we we're like, "Wow, cool. This is great." So we're we're really excited what the work we've been doing in Seattle, beyond Seattle, and and just the connections we've been making as individuals, you know, with with people over the world. We're excited to take it to the next level and and go and trying to explore that. That's amazing. Well, Alia, I'm so so happy that you know you came on the show today. Like again, I've been I, I was talking. I'm like you know, the last couple of episodes have felt very similar in tone, and I've just I've, I've been wanting to shake things up. So I'm really really happy to have you here today. I hope um, I shake it up. Um, I hope I shake it up real good. <laughs> Um, so the band is Tres Leches. Uh, where can people uh, find you on social media? Where can people purchase your music, stream your music, hear you, see you? Yeah. Um, well, we have a KXP session coming up that oh, you guys cool. will be able to, to watch. Amazing. Um, uh, well, that's, I mean, it's in May. So we'll, <laughs> we not, we'll still share it. Way. Yeah. And then, um, and then we're on Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, our, our newest album, Amorfo, is on there. Cool. Um, and uh, and, and uh, we're, we got a couple videos on YouTube. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm guessing you're like on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz, Twitter. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, if anybody is uh, listening in Seattle, you know, like check us out. Or if anybody's listening in Boise, we'll be there in March, awesome. end of March. So end like, of March, yeah. this episode will be there. We'll be out by then. So come through Boise, Idaho. What's up? Yeah. Um, that's amazing. So uh, we are Song Mess, and you can find us on all social media platforms. That's again Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Song Mess. You can email us directly uh, at songmessmusic at gmail.com. If you want to make like song uh, submissions, like you want to hear, want us to hear your stuff, you know, I, I try to fit it in wherever I can. Like, you know, and if I'm a little slow, sorry, I've been busy. Um, but yeah, please keep these dialogues open. Like, I love hearing from listeners. I love, like, even if you're a listener and you're just like, you're like, hey, check out this band. Love, love getting those emails. Um, uh, again, you can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, or just Google us. We're on like a ton of different platforms. So we're all there. Uh, remember that I'm still updating that our weekly playlist called Bops uh, with the, some of the freshest music by Latinx and Latin American musicians every week. Um, and of course, we have an online store, which uh, you can uh, use to support Songmess financially. Uh, that's songmess.threadless.com. And we have notebooks, mugs, t-shirts, sweatshirts, whatever you want. We're trying to sell out. We're trying to be the next Shakira. So um, <laughs> give us give us a hand. Um, so we're going to close out with one more song. Uh, this is by Tres Leches. Oh, yeah. um, and so again, we opened with the song where you were singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're going to close with a song where um, Xander and Ulysses are singing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so this is Nueva York. Yes. Uh, what can you tell us about the song? Oh yeah. Well, um, I think you know, uh, Ulysses being from Mexico City, uh-huh. um, and uh, and me having my parents from New York. I uh-huh. think we're we're always curious about the big cities, and and um, and uh, we all took a trip to New York one time, the three of us, um, and we were trying to play. We were literally just trying to busk on the streets, but we couldn't because it was so cold. cold. Yeah. The minute we like took off our gloves, we were like fuck, fuck, 
yeah. no, no. And like we were running to like from place to place in full, full, like, you know, puffy feather gear. But we had to run to stay warm. It was like a February where it was really cold. Oh, no. But we no. still had like <laughs> such a great time together, you know, doing different experiences yeah. there and having different adventures. Like like one that stuck out to me was one time that like we went to uh, to this food cart um, uh-huh. and that was selling euros. And the guy, we made friends with a guy somehow <laughs> that we were going there a lot. And My then, friend, how are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we went we went um, into uh, the the truck and I I backed up and my foot my, my coat caught on fire <gasps> and uh, stop it yeah and it was it was a whole scene because they were because Anna was trying to take a picture we were all smiling then all of a sudden it was like ah, ah! <laughs> Work. I bet you weren't cold anymore yeah um, <laughs> nope it was it was on fire but okay. yeah um, so New York just had a huge influence on us I think that trip had a huge influence on us that's awesome. and um, that's you know that's that's kind of partially what this song is about at least yeah amazing well again the band is Tres Leches the song is called Nueva York my name is Richard Villegas this is Songmas thank you so much for listening and again thank you so much Alia for being on the show with me today thanks man alright ciao